Previously on Dungeons and Doctorates. Raffi, who has re- regained consciousness slightly. Uh, maybe it would just be better if you got here, you couldn't bring me back. And Raffi died. Mr. Red standing in front of you. Have you given thought to my offer? I have. You will know who I am. And you will have the power that you need to protect your friend. The problem is, Meredith, Raffi died, okay, on that bridge. Yes. But more the idea of Raffi. What if I told you that his body and mind survived? And now we continue. gotten back from the moon uh and we're not on the moon anymore not on the moon anymore you're back on campus uh and after a potential decided that she needed some alone time because she is in negative spoons and um needs to go be by herself refresh that spoon drawer and so harold and meredith uh got debriefed by the city guard the irregulars harold's brother was there because he was very concerned about what had happened to his brother hmm and then Meredith said that she wanted to go see Potentia. She let Potentia know before this was happening. Harold got messaged by Potentia to take take Meredith to Potentia's place. Because basically no one knows where Potentia lives. Uh, and <laughs> However many episodes into this, yeah. no one's been to Potentia's house. <laughs> no one's been inside, I don't think. To be fair, nobody's been inside Meredith's room either. No, but we know at least where she lives. And you live in a like, dorm. In the ho- you live in a dorm. Yeah, I know. So it's very different. Harold is like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> a, a, hey. a dormitory. <laughs> um, Shared space. Just just for reference no. to those listening, I also have lived in a dorm, yeah. as have basically everyone yeah. on this. Yeah, so, like, yeah. we're not judging dorms. We're just, yeah. you know, dorms character judging. Good fun. Harold is. Um, not me, but Harold. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then on the walk to Potentia's place, Harold dropped a drama bomb on Meredith. A little bit. And then was like, we should talk about this tomorrow. And okay, thanks. Bye. Walked you to Potentia's place and then he went to his place. Oh, by the way, Potentia doesn't know. Sorry, have fun. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Oh, and also don't tell her because I'll tell her tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, and then Meredith so cranky. Uh, has her own stuff going on. Just so much stuff happening in Meredith's life. Um, and she knocked on Potentia's door. Potentia scrambled, paused, opened door, and then Meredith is like almost immediately in tears. Mm-hmm. And Potentia's response was uh, 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 tea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Which, understandable, right? Both of those reactions, can we just say? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. 100%. Oh god, they're crying. How do I pee? What? Uh, yeah. And through, through tears and. It's a thousand pointing, percent my reaction uh, to anybody crying, to, by the way. To direct, make tea. Milk? M- m- milk? Sh- sh- sugar? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we close the scene uh, with tea being delivered. Mm-hmm. I think, poten- I mean, Potentia, once she's delivered the tea, has like. She's got. She's basically put Meredith in the one of the wingback chairs in her yes. apartment. And she's done the thing where she's gotten, like, I don't know about any of the listeners or any of uh, the players, but, like, does everyone have a favourite chair that you go and sit in that's, like, your chair that you sit in with your stuff when you have tea or biscuits or dinner? Mm-hmm. It can be your office desk chair. It's, like, but it's the mm-hmm. chair you go to. She's just done that realisation of Meredith yeah. is sitting in the <laughs> chair she normally sits in and she's like, oh, I have to sit somewhere else. Like, there are other chairs. It's fine. But it's that, like, brain moment of, like, Oh, I put you in the comfort place. <laughs> That's the comfort place. So it sits in like the closest adjacent similar chair, not the same. Yeah, Meredith is going to like try and get herself back under control. But also, I think there's something to be said for just like emotional release and not being ashamed about that. And I don't think she would be ashamed about that as well. I think she'd just cry. I'd just be like, everything is a bit much right now. I'm just going to cry it out. And have a fun time and feel a lot better. <laughs> Potentially is just going to sort of sit there, not awkwardly, but like not really knowing how to manage that mm-hmm. well, but just sort of letting it happen until such a point that Meredith wants to say something. Mm-hmm. She's doing, She's very good at holding space and not saying things until someone is ready for things yeah. to be said. Yeah. So she's just going to sit there. So after a little while... Meredith has, like, sat the tea on the ground and she'll look up and wipe her eyes and then just kind of, like, look up at the ceiling and go, Oh. (laughs) Oh, gosh. I am so sorry for coming and just dumping teary Meredith all over you. (laughs) Thank you for for letting me come here. Oh, gosh. I mean, you you asked... I, I, I didn't exactly. And in the most awkward, the, the phys- you feel the physical awkwardness of. Yeah. Is there something you want to talk about, or do you just want? Oh, uh, yeah, no. Or... I um. Look, something happened. Actually, a lot of something's happened. We were on the moon a few minutes ago. Well, like an hour ago, but yes, no, yeah. Yeah, um, and like that in itself was fine. I think I was dealing with that okay, but then you guys nearly died. I was and, um, fine. I was fine. Harold, all right, Harold nearly died. But, you know, it's fine. You're, you've nearly died before. You're fine. I know. You're fine. I know. I know. And Patricia is saying this and, like, lying through her teeth. So if you choose, Mm. like, I don't know how perceptive Meredith is being right now, but... Oh, not very. Cool. She's lying through her teeth, audience. She's lying through her teeth. She's not fine, but, like, fine. Oh. How are you going? Are you okay? 
I mean, we were on the moon. Um, I don't know that I will ever be fine with that. That's a bit... That's a thing to deal with. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's it's what it is. And we're here now and we're back on solid ground in places that we know. And, you know, I- it, it, no one... No one died. Huh. Um. Uh, I think it's going to take me like a half of my lifetime to process that, right? We were on the moon. We weren't on our planet anymore. And then... Okay. Okay. I'm just going to, I'm just going to come out and say it. I need your advice. Potential because... looks wide-eyed at her because, like, that's not something that people say to her ever. But, yep, just, like, sitting there, but, like, hmm? Because, um, I, I think I've made a mistake. I've done something I don't think I should have done. And now I don't know how to get out of it or even if I should get out of it. Like, now I'm in this position, maybe I should use it and... and and figure out what the hell is going on with all of this craziness that's been happening to us over the last couple of months. But is it worth putting myself in that danger? Is it worth putting my friends in that potential danger? I don't... Okay, uh, you, you you keep saying you did something. Do you want to talk about what the something is? I can't... You're using a lot of words that don't mean uh, anything to me at the moment, and I might need your help to understand what's going on so I can try okay. and give you some sort of help. Okay, okay. I'll start um, from the beginning. It's um, a good place do you to remember? start. <laughs> yeah. Um, you remember when we were attacked in the... I mean, I'm going to have to be specific, I know, but remember when we were attacked in the cafe? And um, um, we got taken away and we were being questioned. Oh, and then this yes, yes. random stranger turned up calling himself Mr. Red. Yes, I, I, I recall him. She slightly stiffens at his mention because, remember, she has only met him then. Yep. Well, yes. he came back. Um... We were out on the pub crawl, Harold and I, and um, and I got separated, and um, I ended up in in some kind of dimensional pub tavern thing, and it turned out it belonged to him, and we got talking, and um, he offered me some answers to questions that had started popping up and I was like hell no I don't want any part of that I don't want to put my you know you know the vibe we got off of him he was dangerous he was awful I did not want anything to do with that and he kind of just said okay and then let me go um and then I saw him again about two hours ago when I got trapped by the cube. At this point, Potentia's eyes have narrowed at, at the idea of him having been seen more than once and no one having told mm. her, but that idea of like, okay, sus, sus of this whole thing, not of you, but of like, what's going on. Mm. So, 
you have to understand that things looked really grim. I didn't know what was going on. Um, he told me that you guys were in danger. Um, and he said that he could help, help me help you and help us get out of that situation and get back here. And I don't know, I was confused. And she's like picking at her sleeve and like looking down at, at the ground. I, I was confused and I was scared. What did you do, Meredith? I kind of made a deal with him. And he gave me this. She reaches into her pocket and pulls out the acorn. What kind of deal did you make? He said he wanted me to help him with certain things. Okay. I don't... I don't like it. I don't... I don't like being in this position. But it felt like the only thing that I had agency over at the at that point and I've made the decision and there's a part of me that really really wants to know who he is and what his deal is with this group that's been after us I think there's so much more going on and in some ways I think this will give me a chance to get answers and figure out what who they are and what they want with us but on the other hand I feel like I've made the worst choice in my life, you know? And even though he said that I can get out of it if I want to, I I don't trust him. How much would Potential know about Warlocks? You would know about Warlocks. You would know how, about um, that they gain their power from signing a deal of some kind with a patron. Yep. Uh, you would know that there are all kinds of patrons um demons and fairy creatures and strange outside aberrations and all kinds of things in between um and they can go in all kinds of ways sometimes you know warlocks are perfectly fine sometimes they end up doing things that they regret uh but it's always a deal in exchange for power. Yep. Okay, um... Look, it's not the worst thing in the world. There are other people who have made deals before. I'm sure there are other people who will make deals again. Mm. The only downside is obviously we don't know very much about him at the moment. Because you're connected to him now, maybe we get more opportunities to find out more. That's not a bad thing. Yeah. I, I don't think you did anything wrong. I personally wouldn't have made that choice, but that's a different that's a different thing entirely. I'm not you, I wasn't there. It's not you can't yeah. make choices no, on behalf of other people. So did you sign anything? Did you just verbally agree what's the She's thinking legal, like her brain's gone mm. into like legalese for a second. And you watch that like cloud over of like thunk, 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 when someone's not listening to you anymore, but is three steps ahead in another direction. It was a verbal agreement. Um, I didn't sign anything. I didn't write anything down, which in itself is, is making me a little bit 
there was a handshake. Um, I just, that's making me feel a little bit weird because I'm like, memories can be used against you, right? Like, I haven't got anything in writing. You don't, but if you shook on it, it could be seen as a tacit agreement to whatever was being dealt. That's... Okay. I know people who make deals that way. She is implying okay. in her own head about her own father making deals that way, but not... Mm-hmm. Like, that's not been expressed to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's... I wouldn't jump to any conclusions. Okay. Yet. Okay. You need more information, and it seems like yep. you've gotten some power from him, if that burst of magic yeah. that I've never seen you do before is anything that to go by. That was insane! Felt pretty what, good, though. I will have to take your word for it. All I know is that Magic on that scale can have big consequences if you don't think about how you use it, because magic... I mean, how much of that book that I gave you did you read, Meredith? Um, The book about Imperium. Ben? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Meredith would have read it. Yeah. If you remember, the book talks about how magic is taught in a, like, top-level way about the mm-hmm. way that magic is dealt with in that society, if memory serves me correctly, Ben, that it was... Do you remember exactly what you'd said it said? It's... Or va- 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 vaguely thereabout? It's very highly regulated. Um, in, in the Imperium, you need a license to practice magic. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the country has state-funded magic schools for wizards to learn magic. Uh... So, like, everything is very tightly controlled. And warlocks sit outside of that. And generally are considered illegal casters in the Imperium because they are unregulated. Mm -hmm. That was more for Joe's benefit so that you know where I'm about to go with this. Yeah. So... Large amounts of power need to be used thoughtfully. Um, And you see her sort of, like, glaze over into memory before she snaps back into the room with you, just after that thought, before she continues. It's... Look. Magic is different here to where I am from. But even so... Big uses of powerful magic. Just think first. Don't punch from a hit from your hip, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And I mean you're lucky we're at an institution where there are sorcerers and warlocks and, and other types of casters that aren't just me. I mean Harold's magic is different to mine. There are people who can help you and I mean there are also people who you can talk to about this deal that you made and you're, you mm. can talk to them in terms of it being an academic exercise you don't need to talk to them like it's a, a physical thing that is happening to you right 
that's not, it's not the end of the world. It may feel like the end of the world when you've made a choice, but it's not. You just need time figure it out now that the choice has been made. Yeah. It's just... It feels huge, you know? And I just, I don't... I don't know if I made a mistake or not. There are lots of decisions in life that feel like a really big deal. But once they've been made and decisions have been made or declarations have been made, they cease to be as big a deal weeks and months in time. Yeah. Or in my case, It was only a few hours ago. A few hours is nothing to me, but I fully understand that it's going to take time for you. This, this sort of thing has happened to you before. You see her suppress a laugh so hard. Uh, no, but making the decision to leave the city I grew up in was a big choice. It's not the same, not even remotely the same. But I know that time... Time heals all wounds, as they say, in one way or another. Hey everyone, Ross here, and as always, I want to thank you so much for listening to this latest episode of Dungeons & Doctorates. Oh my gosh, we made it off the moon, and big things are happening in the show. I'm so excited for all of you to hear the rest of what is coming up and is also yet to come. Just to let you folks know, we are going to carry on our tradition of having a special Halloween episode, and I'm really excited about the guests that we got in for this. Um, Oh, I had such a fun time. I was DMing this time, and uh, we had a bit of a tropey time, which uh, I think every now and then can be a lot of fun. Please remember that you can contact us by visiting dndoctorates.com. That's dndoctorates.com. There you can find a contact form if you want to bring uh, a mid-show message or answer, uh, ask us questions rather for the common room. And of course, you can support us with merch purchases, which kind of give you something, but also help us with running the costs of the show. Uh, We really appreciate it, as of course do we always with all of the wonderful people that interact with us on social media. That really helps raise our profile. And also apparently reviews on iTunes and Spotify are still a thing, still super useful for podcast growth. So if you could do that, that would be amazing. We actually have some new merch coming very soon. Uh, and I'm really excited for you all to see that. And for those of you who are going to be at PAX, if you hear this in time, our very own Ben and Kate are going to be there and you might be able to hit them up in real life, uh, which I'm sure will be a very weird experience after the past few years that we've had. But I'm really excited for them to be out and about in the wild as well. I can hear my cat complaining that she has not yet been fed, so I will not hold you up much longer and let's get back to the action okay you can kind of see her like process that information and she like hugs her tea a bit closer and then she looks up at Potentia and and smiles a bit and she looks a little bit more herself and she says thank you 
I think you have really some helpful. reading to do, though. I think you have some reading. Oh, boy. <laughs> when do I not have reading to do? <laughs> Don't forget that our studies are not our entire lives. We can take steps away and have mental breaks if we need them. Mm. We don't need to be face first in all of it forever. I mean, and she sort of smiles to herself. That's what a gap decade is for, right? It's, <laughs> it's time away. It's decisions. It's thinking about oneself. And sure, you've made that moment in the middle of a large academic institution, but that doesn't mean you can't take some time if you need to you can mm. do some can try and do some work now while you're figuring out some answers you can take a couple of weeks off and go and do something else if you need to it's not a big deal it's not like the institution is going anywhere yeah oh all right maybe Yeah. And she's like thinking deeply, you can see. She's like ticking over some things and then she like shakes her head a little bit and um and you can see her start to frown and her face changes a little bit from confusion to like something else you need to know. I can't tell you specifics. And you see her stiffen at the idea of, like, you can't tell her, but you want to tell her something, but you can't tell her. She's like, mm, like, but it's just a shift. It's not like a big, there's no sound along with it, just a physical shift. But um, I think part of the reason I was so upset and overwhelmed when I arrived at your house a few, about an hour ago now. Has it been an hour? I don't know. Um, time, time is, is relative. wibbly wobbly. Um, yeah, Harold kind of dumped something on me and I don't know how I feel about it. In fact, I'm trying to ignore it, but he asked me not to tell you anything about it, but I just feel like I need to give you the heads up that he's about to drop a bombshell on us tomorrow again. And um, he told me, and I don't love that I have that knowledge now and I can't tell you about it because I told him I wouldn't, but it's big. And, and and you need to be prepared. And I'm sorry, I can't tell you anymore. She sits there for a moment. Like, everything has stiffened in the idea that someone's keeping something from her. Yeah. I think Meredith is probably, like, trying to wordlessly communicate, mm. like, just how she's, cranky she is and just how not, much she's... I don't think no, the I energy know. is being pointed at Meredith. The energy is just no, I know. watch but the shift happen. if I was in this position, I would 100% be sitting here going, please don't be angry at me. <laughs> uh, um, it's fine, Meredith. I think you have said enough tonight and that you need some rest after everything that has happened today. Okay. Now, you are welcome to stay here, but I don't exactly sleep, as you would remember from the mountain. So there's not exactly a bed or a oh. couch. 
Yeah. I forgot about that. For you. Um, I don't know I, what... I'm would... just going to look around and um. You are and currently have a sitting in a, a potential size chair and you are yeah. half her size. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, and that's fine. I just wanted to like in-game yeah, that yeah, sentence needs yeah. to be said. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I'm pretty tiny. I can I can probably like curl up in right here. I'd be pretty comfortable if that's okay with you. Okay, do you need a blanket or something? Do you have one? I, I wouldn't say no. Uh, she's going to go to like a cupboard. She's got like a blanket because when it gets cold, she uses it. It's not like, it's not, uh, I mean, on Potentia, it's like a knee rug. If rather mm-hmm. than it being like a full size. It'll be totally like, fine for me. Yeah. Exactly. So she sort of pulls I, out and yeah. it's one of those like slightly fleecy, velvety, if you push the fabric like the 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 rug one way it goes one color and it do you know the mm-hmm. ones I mean yeah mm-hmm. um and she just sort of holds it out like will this do thank you that's perfect i just even though technically i'm surrounded by people in at griffin hall it potential i think he's been watching me since i was a kid mr red I think I think he's been following me for a very long time, and that just it just I I don't want to be by myself right now, you know. Potential nods, and then she just says, "Don't forget, in your hall is Haldora. Haldora knows how yeah. to get a hold of me. So when you're there, you're not by yourself. There are people. Yeah, yeah." who live there, who can help. Now, I don't know everyone who lives in that building, but I'm sure there are people there who care more about you than they do about me and would be able to help you if that's what you're feeling. It's not like we don't have the capabilities for wards and other things of that nature to protect ourselves. I just need to be around the people that I love at the moment, you know? Tenja just sort of nods and steps out of line of sight of you. Just more because she's like, that's sort of the end of the conversation. Go to bed without ever saying you need sleep now. You're not, you're, you're talking crazy. Go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> Go to bed. Um... Meredith then, just like smiles a tiny bit and then curls up on the on the chair and goes to sleep. Potentia's gonna pick up the now I assume half empty tea so that it isn't there and like just go like wash it up and sort of put her apartment. Does a couple back things together. for her a little bit because you your sleep schedule is very different. And also <laughs> because she's still trying to work out whether she's even able to sleep right now because, or like trance right now, because she has a person in her space who didn't take the cue to leave. And uh, she also has just been through a whole lot and now has this idea of like, Harold's got something to tell me, huh? Mm -hmm. So I, knowing full well, Kate, the player, that this is kicking me in the face she probably only gets like a couple of short rests in over the course of the night, not actually functionally. Okay. Four hours. You're, you are choosing to take. I am choosing 
to take, but I would like your input, Ben, on how many that probably is over the course of the night because it's not... Mm. I don't think it is a long rest because I think that idea of there being someone in the space... It's like the first night you go camping and the sound is all wrong because mm. it's there's there's a person, the space is different, it's not... This is not how it mm. is supposed to be, so she's mm. on edge. You do that thing where you, like, wake up first and you're like, do I do I move? Am I allowed, Can I get up and do stuff? They're sleeping still. Yeah. How long are they going to be asleep still? Yeah. So I will say it is up to you how many short rests I get. I Basically, the only thing I think I'm probably shooting myself in the foot for, really, is um, a spell slot or two and some hit points. Mm. So... Yeah. Um... Well, your your full long rest is four hours, yeah. Uh, but your short rest is an hour, so maybe two, three. Let's say most. three. Let's say three over the course of the eight that Meredith will sleep for, because yeah. if she's getting a long rest, then that yeah. Does that make yeah, sense? That's, that's, I'm happy with that. Great. Um, recover HP as you would like. Roll your hit die, and then you do your wizard spell recovery thing. Yeah. Um, Meredith, you get a not an easy night's sleep, but a full night's sleep. So all your HP and spell slots are back. Boop, boop. Uh, and Harold off in his own place. I mean, how how do you sleep that night, Harold? I mean, I actually imagine pretty well because after everything that happened, you'd be so tired. Like, you'd be so tired, and you've like partly revealed the thing that's been weighing yeah. on you for so long. You're like, yeah. ah, that's yeah. better. Yeah. Yeah. What a character choice. <laughs> so yeah. I love it so much. Full HP back and um spells. Awesome. Full night rest. So I got one three and one six and one three. Remember you get to add so your uh yeah. pollen modifier for each of those. Yeah. That's Alright. I'm back to full, that's fine with three. Yeah, it's probably just your spell slots that you're you're running low on. Yeah. So in the morning, uh, potential is already awakened. So can I can I clarify something, Ben? Would yes. you class this as one short rest in first day and one short rest in the second day? Because I really am shooting myself in the foot for spell slots. Otherwise, mm, yes. Okay, I will be nice. Like one is I will, one is between one is, the hours of like ten and midnight, and yeah, one is between the hours yeah, of. Okay, I'll be nice. <laughs> means I don't get it for. The next yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'll be nice. I'll give you that. Because it technically says once per day. It doesn't say once yeah. per long rest. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is weird. But anyway, it's up to you. Mm-hmm. You no, can I'm worry ha- if you I'm, I'm okay with that. You're you're taking a, a, not a long rest, not a short rest, a medium rest. Yeah. So I'm recovering just for the audience's benefit. Uh, one third level spell slot, one second level spell slot, and two first level spell slots. Which leaves me with three first level spell slots, one second level spell slot, and a third level spell slot, and that's it. Just for Ben's benefit and for the audience's benefit. Thank you. Okay, so, in the morning, um, Potentia, I imagine you are busying yourself around the apartment, but also trying to be quiet as Meredith, like, And probably fairly successfully being quiet. Like, she's not a hugely rambunctious person but she, she's absolutely ready with like tea that could be poured when Meredith wakes up like mm. there's a mug set up 
that's like ready to go. Oh, that's so sweet. No, so just so like, I don't know what you do in the morning. Do you tea? We teed last night. Is tea the thing? Sure, tea. That is sweet. Come on. Sure. Not in, it's not intended that way. That's, that's I also, way I also, I, you, you don't breakfast. So no, she doesn't. You, she doesn't like, breakfast. You, you can't. Well, we have plans to meet up for breakfast, don't we? Uh, I believe. The yeah, but at what point? At, at what point has? At what point has Potentia ever breakfasted, though? <laughs> no, I know, but you know what I mean. I do. Potentia's breakfast is. Meredith coffee. isn't worried about it. Yes. Yeah. It's one of the few things that she and I have in common. As you drink an iced coffee, yep. Yeah. For those you can't see at home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so, Meredith, uh, you wake up after a an uneasy but mm-hmm. restful sleep mm-hmm. in a apartment that you're not unfamiliar with because it looks different in the light of day. Um, it is Potentia's apartment, which is as... For those of you who have been here, the audience I'm talking about, not the characters... Mm. Um, it is very minimalist, I would say. Like it's it's um, fantasy Scandinavian furniture. It's sparsely decorated. Yes, I think the thing to remember is that she has travelled from another place, so it is not a whole bunch of very expensive stuff that she's collected for a long time. It is probably stuff she could get fairly quickly. That it's is minimalist sim- IKEA. Simplest. Yeah, without without name dropping a particular Scandinavian brand, yes. Um, yes. But that, but also that idea of like fantasy IKEA. She doesn't have a lot of trinkets and knickknacks and stuff. It's it's like fairly minimalist in that sense as well. Mm. Because there is one traveled. thing that stands out different, which would be the the chest that she has. Yes, uh, which looks like it has travelled a long way because it has. But yes. That, that is true. There is that. Um, like it, like of, of all the furniture you have, that would stand out because it's different. Yes, that's fair. I'll take that. You, you probably wake up and see that there's like tea and stuff. She's probably over in another corner somewhere reading a book mm-hmm. just because she's waiting for mm-hmm. you to emerge. Yep. Blankety cocoon. Um, yeah. Meredith is going to like wake up, stretch. What does Meredith's bed hair look like? <laughs> all that jazz. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> Yeah. Is it like because yeah. it, it's it's quite curly? Is it like flat on it's one side curly. and curly on like it's just yeah? Oh, a thousand percent. Like a half because she afro. hasn't. Like I don't have curly hair. I have very straight hair. But for some reason, TikTok is feeding me a whole bunch of like curly girl <laughs> morning routine kind of things. It's right? a whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's a, I have poker dead straight yeah. hair. Yeah. Still getting the curly girl method. Reason, I'm like, nope. But like it's a whole thing. Like the. The amount of faff that people have to go through with curly hair. Like, oh my gosh, I have never been more thankful to have straight hair. Like, I do not take that for granted um, because it is a faff. So I think Meredith is just going to, like, wrestle it into a ponytail roughly and, like, tie it up with some some curls just to, to deal with it and then do the whole bathroom thing and then come back and drink her tea. Uh, Potential just probably looks at her and, go, and does that in the way that someone does when you've got a visitor in your house. It's like, did you sleep all right? I mean, I know it's not your usual bed, so um, was it Yeah, this chair is really comfy. 
Yes, I do like it. It is probably one of the few things I spent a bit of money on just to make sure that I had something comfortable. Oh, there are some things you have to fork out on, right? Yes, furniture to me is not necessarily one of those. No. But at least, like, you've got to have, like, one thing at least. And and she kind of just, like, has this realisation where she's like, I took your chair, didn't I? It's... But, like, and she, does that go straight over her face? Like, or do I have to perceive that? Or is that just like, whoops? Oh, no, she says, oh. I took your chair, didn't I? It's fine. It's... You needed the sleep more than I did. Oh, you're the best. Thank you. I'm really not, but... You really thank are. Thank you. Like, it's fine. Take the compliment, potential. She just sort of shakes her head and, like, um, you know... Marinus has, like, dug out some, um, some, like, trail mix from a pocket somewhere. You have no idea where. Oh. And she just, like, hurls a, a nut at Potentia and is just, like, and, like, grins at her. Potentia just picks the nut up, looks no, back at it her. Would not, and I, if you want to try and hit her, that's an attack with disadvantage because yeah. it's an improvised thrown weapon. Go on, throw it at me. I dare you. <laughs> Hey, I was doing that playfully. How do I, what do I need to do? An arm strike. An arm attack. No, it's just a, it's just a, a attack at disadvantage. So it's yeah. just a, um, a range attack. So dexterity. Yeah. Disadvantage because it's an improvised thrown weapon. That's fifteen and twenty-two. <laughs> she uh, hits me with the nut. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Potential's just gonna turn around. Give give Meredith a slightly withering look of the like you threw a nut at me. Why did you throw a nut at me? Pick up the nut. Like Meredith just like grins and like tosses one into her mouth. She just like picks (laughs) up the nut, puts the nut in the bin. Like, (laughs) and she just sort of turns. She turns back. It's like you said. You said Harold had a conversation he wanted to happen today. Do you know when that conversation was due to happen? Look, I need to talk to him about this a whole lot more than just two sentences yesterday. So I said I would go and meet him for breakfast. You are more than welcome to come and join, but if you're not ready, I totally understand. I... I think by the sounds of things, you have conversation you need to have before I am anywhere near the conversation. And it is entirely up to you, but you may want to decide... Yes and no. ...whether you have told him that you have forewarned me that a conversation is incoming. Honestly, I think if we keep doing this, it's just going to go round and round and round in circles. I think this is something that we need to talk about, the three of us together. Do you want to meet him first? to clarify anything before I come down because I will happily meet you but I still have some self-organizing things I need to do and my coffee mug for my my morning run is uh, in my office so I will be heading there first if you want to meet him and then I will meet you promptly afterwards we can do that well listen I mean I don't need to but if you'd like me to I'm I'm more than happy to go and go to breakfast and have a chat and then meet you there that depends on what time you said you'd meet Harold what time did I say there I'd was meet no Harold time. you didn't say that's the I, I know Kate knows yeah. you didn't set a time the two of you just said breakfast and I'm like 
Okay. I don't know that you guys have the same. Because like, <laughs> like, to Potentia, breakfast nominally We're could be 6 a.m. Mm. Like, Potentia's like 6 a.m. is breakfast, right? I don't know. It's only get the two ADHD kids to make, make plans. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's why Kate is going, hey, you didn't say anything. <laughs> why don't you go and meet him more than even if he's not there at the time you're there? Oh, someone no. is at breakfast. Yeah. And then I will meet you at breakfast. <laughs> Okay, well, Meredith is just going to go then. <laughs> like, Because even if Harold is not there, she will happily eat some food. Yes, and potentially we'll meet her yeah. there. She's just going to go and get her coffee yeah. mug from her desk first and then go Did and meet Did we you. at least say where? No. Nope. <laughs> you, 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 I, think, I think there was the discussion of you would meet at his place. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Meredith <laughs> is going to go to Harold's house. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, how about... How about Meredith, why don't you pick somewhere to go and I will go and get my coffee stuff and I will meet you wherever. I okay, don't know where we'll meet you're at the meeting. bakery. Meredith will walk off and, like, we can go our separate ways so Meredith can make her way to Harold's house and then arrange to meet Potentia at Michael's parents' bakery. Perfect. Yep. I can't remember what that's called. Five, five pies and a five pancake. Five pies and a pancake. Five pies and a pancake. So just... Just checking, when you say the bakery, do you mean five pies or that weird little bakery? Like- oh, no, five pies. Definitely five pies. Okay. I will... Their Danishes are superior. You shall, ha- you shall have to tell Michael's parents about the superiority of their Danishes. Okay, by the way, if Potentia thinks that Meredith hasn't always already waxed lyrical to Michael's parents and Michael about the superiority of the Danishes, like... <laughs> but Meredith just goes, mm-hmm, yes. <laughs> Potential doesn't spend every waking moment with Meredith. She doesn't know. <laughs> and in fact, if that conversation was happening, she would tune out. So <laughs> Yeah, 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 a thousand percent. Okay, um, well I will go to my office and I will meet you both there. If I meet you first, I will if I get there first, I will grab a table inside, okay. outside. Um, think inside. Okay. Might be a bit easier to hear what's going on. Okay. Um, and then sort of potential futzes around getting like the remnants of her stuff together um, to go to her office because she'll take her bag and her normal tremont um, with her. All right. I'm going to make my way over to Harold's. <laughs> 